welcome to the Coin Vigilante Podcast, where you will get to hear laymen like you and myself talk about Bitcoin, cryptos, the economy, financial markets, and business in general. Together, we're going to learn more about business, financial markets, and Bitcoin, and we are here to do this together. Now, I hope you sit down, enjoy this on your way to work. Or while you're sitting down eating some popcorn, just trying to find something fun to do. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, all right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Coin Vigilante Podcast. So today I'm doing something new. I've never done this before in my life. We're going live. I'm here with Brie Fit Dance. A lot of people who don't know you, she has done an incredible job. I think she basically jump-started the entire bull run. She um, she made a video that went viral everywhere, and it was about Michael Saylor. I can remember it. It's uh, I don't know what you were saying, bull, 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 and it was just sick. It was really cool. So anyway, I wanted to bring you in. We got Brie Fit Dance. If you don't know her, follow her on Twitter at Brie Fit Dance. Okay. You'll find all her content there, all her music, all her songs that she does. But anyway, for those that don't know you, um, Brie, can you give us a little bit of your background as to, you know, how you got into crypto, maybe career wise too, with the dancing and singing that you do? I think uh, people want to hear that. Okay, sure. So I basically started just dancing, um, just publishing or not publishing, but posting YouTube videos, like dancing videos. Um, and I got into TikTok and all these other platforms. And this started in 2019. So I was um, basically just starting this whole like brief it dance journey since then. And then on Twitter, on Twitter I started uh, doing these Bitcoin music videos um, in October. 2020 okay. and it was like during this covid pandemic mm -hmm. <laughs> and um a lot of people were like using their phones so i was like yeah maybe i sh i should do this do this um now because they have free time so i'm like you know why not and yeah i think this bull run really started with my song because it was literally like october and Michael Saylor was doing all these like interviews and podcasts right after. Yeah. So I I think like I helped him. <laughs> like <laughs> because I think you did. Yeah, because so, not not many people knew him and people were like asking like who is this guy or or who is Brief at Dance? They were asking like what 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 are they? Like who are they? Yeah. So, yeah, hey, but it was like overnight to like 600,000 views, like fast. And my notifications just kept, <laughs> kept popping on my phone. So it was like, that's crazy. Yeah. It well, is I just remember like when, when you tweeted that and when it went viral, like everyone was captivated because it, it's a, it's just a different style that you brought to the game. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen much of the style that you've put and I don't know, it's just impressive because you managed to capture the attention of everyone in crypto. I mean, you got retweets from the biggest guys out there with hundreds of thousands of followers. So it was really cool. But so, you know, 
with that said, what is the thing that got you interested into Bitcoin? Why did you pick Michael Saylor for that song and why Bitcoin? So I love Bitcoin. Um, first of all, is like the best asset or in investment you could ever own. Um, I always check the price. I'm always like listening to Bitcoin podcasts and trying to learn as much as I can about it. Um, right. And I just think it teaches us discipline, personal responsibility, and just overall like um, motivation as well. And I, you know, I was like, why not combine it with belly dancing? Because that's what I mostly do belly dancing uh -huh. and hoop dancing. Um, there wasn't really hoop dancing in that video, but I've incorporated that um, in the other videos. But um, with Michael Saylor, I was just like, like astonished as it, like for his purchase. Like, um, it was like I forget what the <laughs> what the amount was, but it was like so much, and I was like, dang, like yeah. for his, you know, with his balance sheet for his company. Um, well, now I think now the company owns about ninety million Bitcoin. So ninety thousand. Ninety thousand. 90 million. Yeah, 90 million. Yeah, we just quadrupled the supply of Bitcoin, guys, with my mind right now. <laughs> that, that would be big. I, I, I just did a, I just pulled a Federal Reserve move right there. J Jerome Powell right here. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, no, nine, but, but he has 90, a lot 000. of Bitcoin, though, like personally, oh, yeah. personally, personally, and for his company. So it's yeah. like amazing. And he always talks about like, I, like it's just how amazing he talks about it like engineering and all these like i mean i'm like whoa you know i can't understand it but i'm like whoa yeah. <laughs> well i mean it's whoa. interesting because i remember i was listening to some podcasts and i don't know who he was talking to maybe pompliano and it just captivated me because he was connecting it to basically previous technology so he was talking about how you know basically amazon decentralized everything it uses software right so you used to just only have to go to retail stores physically in order to get products now what amazon did is it decentralized everything you can go to one single place and location to get products from anywhere same thing with blockbuster right the same thing movies either you go to the movie theater or you go to blockbuster now what is it decentralization of media essentially right you go to netflix everything is there phones same thing, communication-wise, decentralized. We're using software. And in the same manner, what's going on? Who is to say that we can't do the same thing with money, which is what we're seeing today? And so I think that's the big part about, you know, I made that connection. I'm like, wow, you're right. I mean, it's not just kind of like some, you know, currency that's just out there and, you know, it just has value because. It's about technology. Because technology yeah, I mean, is like the, the era, the new era, the new revolution. So yeah. Michael, he like emphasizes the, that part, you know, like technology is just the future. So why not, you know, money? Why not make it right. money? <laughs> yeah, and it, it's crazy. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, the reason why I got into Bitcoin was, you know, and I, I've said this in previous podcasts, but, you know, I'm talking to you right now. And, yeah, sure. you know, I, I figured that there's an issue right now with the current system, right? All the printing, I think. If you count the 1.9 trillion stimulus that just passed, 
that basically means that 30 to 40 percent of all the dollars in the existence of the United States have been printed within a year and a half to two years or something like that. So that's crazy because that means that 40 percent of that money came out of nowhere. Right. And so they just keep printing. Look, money. they keep printing money. And so what that means is when they print that money, you know, we're seeing the inflation of assets. Right. So if you look at real estate, um, I'm getting a house with, with my fiance right now. We had to pay top dollar for it. Right. And so it's unbelievable because people are getting priced out. You know, young guys like me and my fiance, we're getting priced out. And especially people with low income and people that that have their income and it's not catching up with the inflation. You know, there's a clear issue. And so yeah, I, everything, I was, everything is like expensive. Everything's everything just expensive. expensive. So right. And so I'm like, well, what's the solution? Like, right. And I so know. then Bitcoin comes along. Right. And I know there's a bunch of like coins out there. There's Litecoin, which I'm a big fan of. And, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum. But Bitcoin is a king and Bitcoin offers a solution to this current system that we have. That's how I got really passionate about this. That's why I'm doing the podcast. And that's why I have you here. Because look, and and listen to this. Look, I'm not an expert. And I just told you this before we went live. I'm not an expert. I'm trying to have a conversation with people that share the same ideals because I don't need to be talking to Michael Saylor or other people to, to really understand what's going on. Right here we are. a nobody talking to brief fit dance about Bitcoin, having a conversation and trying to teach others about this because we can do it. Right. And so, yeah. And that's why I'm so passionate. Like, like my music videos kind of help people learn about, or I guess spread awareness for Bitcoin and get to know all these Bitcoin VIP members, as I call them. Um, yeah. They're getting to know them and Bitcoin, you know, if they share it. If they don't share it, that's okay. But I, I would like as many retweets as possible <laughs> on my <laughs> songs um, so that, you know, people can learn. Because there's always like a story behind these videos. It's not only like me dancing. Um, it's right. just, you know, like it's a story about Bitcoin and about the BAP member. So see, that's interesting. So you're trying to put a message out there with your music. It's pretty cool. Yes. Pretty cool. yes. And also motiv motivating people to stay active. You know, um, I stay active by dancing. That's one way. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's other ways, walking, like biking, so many other ways. That's but it's cool. important for fitness. Well, and you know, what's cool though is that Health. Yeah, fitness. Fitness is huge. Health is, is huge. And what's cool is that you're using your talents, you know, to do this. Um, and just like me, you know, I started with this podcast. People are liking the podcast, they're listening to it. And, you know, I'm kind of using a little bit of my skills to do it, right? You know, I like talking. I like talking to your people. Knowledge. <laughs> knowledge, exactly. So um, I think that's something that people need to do because you know what? There's so many people focused on the price of Bitcoin and cryptos and they want to get rich quick and they're always complaining on Twitter. So I make a post about something oh complaining and you know, I'm like, do you what, what do, do, like, what do you think we should do? Like trade well, hold. <laughs> well, here's, well, you know, I, I'm a big holder. So I, I hold unless you're like, insanely good at trading and you're a professional i don't recommend you should be trying to call tops bottoms or trying to figure out where the market's I mean, going market, right you, you know so for example let's talk about litecoin you know, a lot of my followers like litecoin litecoin was at 330 it dropped a hundred dollars a day ago i mean just People last night sold. right 
And so, and you know what people told me, people that I know, right? Because I have my fiance's family, you know, that owns like one and stuff like that. You know, some of them, they were telling me, oh man, I should have sold, you know, when it was at the top. So I could have bought lower. I'm like, how would you have known? Exactly. I don't even know. Exactly. And half the traders that have 100,000 followers and have previous experience doing this, they didn't even know. No one can pull the trigger like that. And so what I unless, tell people is- Unless they don't know the future and they have like a magic ball, but most and, people don't. <laughs> And it's impossible. So, so here's what I tell people: like, look, you want to scale in to Bitcoin and whatever you're you're buying, because what's going on here? Oh, someone just oh, we're getting comments. It's the first time I get a comment here. Let's make a song in Spanish. <laughs> Ooh, pressure's on you. Okay, but you know, I tell people, I tell people, <laughs> hey, scale in because if you put your entire cash position into one trade, you're putting so much at risk. And so, buy on dips buy slowly and that's what i tell and i tell people too i made a tweet just recently i'm like if you really care about crypto what are you really doing what are you putting on the table that's creating value to people are you spreading the message are you being an advocate do you just want to get rich quick what what are you doing right so for example i just wrote a newsletter to uh for hedge you know hedge is a new project that's coming along and I'm, I'm talking to the CEO and co-founder and he has been working for two and a half years, you know, throughout the entire bear market on making a company that can allow people to get paid in Bitcoin, Litecoin or Ethereum. And so that's huge because that's big. I don't know. I don't know if any company that does that. I'm, I'm sure there's one out there too, but essentially what's happening is throughout this time, his team and that guy have been David Schwartz have been working relentlessly to work on this project to allow people to you know because everyday people sometimes they don't want to you know with this product that they're launching they can basically decide what portion of their paycheck that they receive every two weeks what portion they want from cash into directly into bitcoin and it's going to be sent directly into their wallets the users the people getting paid don't have to do anything no one has to worry about it and that's huge because at that point, you're not trying to time the market. You're not trying to go on trading view and try to figure out when should I buy every two weeks. You have 20% of Bitcoin going into your wallet and you just don't touch it. You don't care about it. Kind of like a 401k. Hold it. Hold it. Hold. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about holding or trading and all, all these things? I think you should just hold it. I mean, we're still early to, to me. Like, we're still early. Like... Bitcoin, you know, has been like living for like 11 years, kind of. Right. And I just think like we're still early. This 50,000, 60,000 uh, value isn't much. Right. So I'm just I'm just saying buy and hold or, you know, if you get donations, that's better. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> donations and just hold it. Don't do anything with it. Um, I mean, I've learned that through so many like podcasts, um, videos, and there's this guy Autumn Adam Meister. I don't know if you know him. Uh, I don't know if I've heard him. Yeah, Adam Meister. He, um, he basically just <laughs> he's so he's so like like on it. He was he's like buy and hold do not touch your bitcoin you're gonna thank me later you know he's like i'm offended by selling <laughs> no, like, oh my gosh like i love him but yeah that's why that's what everybody should do 
So that's what I think. Yeah. And if you look at, um, I don't know if I can pull it up. Uh, maybe not too complicated, but anyway, I, you know, for this newsletter, I pulled up because basically what Michael Saylor did is basically dollar cost average, right? He was scaling in throughout his purchases. I think he's made, his company has made about seven purchases of Bitcoin ever since. I, he's I don't know not when he stopping started. though. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but since August or whenever he started, you know, he he was scaling in and I have a chart where it shows exactly at which point he was buying, right? And he's buying in an uptrend, but he's buying when it corrects a little bit. He's never going, I'm going to full send my entire cash position into Bitcoin. And so, but he's the greatest example of a guy that's dollar cost averaging. I think he's up 250% on his investment when you combine all the purchases that he's made. Who, who Who's going to hate a 250% return i i'll take it any day i mean and so i think that's huge from, from that perspective. he's so open about it he's like yeah i'm not yeah. selling <laughs> yeah i wonder i wonder though what do you think so what what are your thoughts on this look in 2017 and if you actually look at the cycles when you look at the graph mm -hmm. in 2017 bitcoin corrected 80 to 90 percent it was it was ugly 2017 2018 it was just ugly terrible looking yeah. chart do yeah. you think that this is going to happen again? Yeah, people think it's going to happen again. I'm like, I don't think so. This is way different because big players are coming in. Like yeah. institutional buyers, like people like Michael Saylor, billionaires like Michael Saylor are coming in. And you never know, maybe banks, you never know. Yeah, true. Um, so I think it's different this time. I think before it was just retail buyers. Okay. Um, yeah, and yeah. I think it's so much different right now, and may maybe with my videos, people are buying Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, your videos are gonna make the difference this time. We're not gonna see Bitcoin drop ninety percent, <laughs> but I, I don't think so. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, you know, when I mean, Bitcoin, but I can't, I can't. You know, I can't. hey, it's an it's an open discussion. We we can talk about anything here. So, but you know, what's interesting when Bitcoin rose from ten thousand to about 30,000 or something like that um, since it's October run, right? When October hit, which is basically when you put your video up, right? You, you jump-started the entire bull run, Brie, okay? People <laughs> have to know that. People have to know that. The moment you put not that video- people, Not many people say that, so I'm like grateful for that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, think, I, I don't think people just realize that you happened to put that video when Michael Saylor bought that and it jump-started everything really. I mean, that's when it did. So basically we saw this huge rise and people, you know, as Michael Saylor was showing up, putting Bitcoin in his balance sheet and as other companies were coming up saying, Hey, we're institutional buyers. This time we, we have investors, <laughs> right? We can do that too. But what I'm saying is people were so complacent and they were like, Oh yeah, Bitcoin's not, we're never going to see Bitcoin drop 30% like we saw in the previous bull. Because in the previous bull run, Bitcoin had six to seven times where it corrected 30 to 40% in an upward trend, right? And so people are saying, well, there's no way Bitcoin can drop 30% now or 40% when we have institutional buyers. Well, guess what happened? Later or sooner than later, it dropped 30%. 
again. So Bitcoin did pull that 30% drop down. So that's where I'm kind of thinking, man, I don't know, because maybe it will happen to where we have maybe not 90%, but maybe 70%. And look, Bitcoin is a beast. I mean, it, 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 it you will not expect the things that come from Bitcoin on the drawdowns and on the upside. But I do think a lot of people on Dan Held, I think that's his name. He talks yeah. a lot about the Bitcoin super cycle, and he also wrote a newsletter. So, you know, I don't know if I read all of it, but from what I gathered is that because of the mass adoption that we're seeing in Bitcoin, as more people hold it, right? You know, we're going to see the volatility decrease and we're going to see the price of Bitcoin stabilize. So it's going to be a more, yes. uh, I don't know, more secure, more stable currency to where we're not going to see that fluctuation, right? Instead of Bitcoin dropping 70%, 90%, it's going to keep going. And so it's going to be a steady climb, but I don't know. I mean, that, that I guess that's something we're going to have to experience in a couple of years to know if it will drop it's, or not. But. I think it's flowing from the weak to the strong hands because people mm -hmm. keep buying um, and, you know, people are going to sell their Bitcoin, but they're going to run out of Bitcoin to sell. <laughs> yeah true and we're seeing that so if you follow the right people on twitter you're saying that there's a supply shock so there's a supply shortage oh, yeah. with bitcoin because literally all the bitcoin in the exchanges is literally being taken away so people are buying it and so that just tells you that the demand far outweighs the supply and so i think that that's something that people don't understand look there are so many people out there that i that have no idea what's going on with bitcoin so I want you to explain Bitcoin to them. So let's say in, in the in the simplest words. So let's say there's a guy walking around. <laughs> I guess we look like siblings, Bree. <laughs> Someone just got can you see the comments? Oh no, I can't. Okay, well that's annoying. How do we uh, maybe I can there pull it go. up? There you go. I, I pull it up right here. I can pull them up. Oh, you <laughs> two look like siblings. Well, um, yeah. Okay, well, I can say where I'm from, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm from Ecuador, and I came here when I was nine years old. Uh, so it's been about uh, 11 years. I'm 21 right now, and I came here with my family, my parents, and my brother. Um, we, we just wanted a better life, better future, more opportunities, and I'm glad we did. <laughs> so, yeah. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm from Mexico and, you know, I feel like a lot of, um, you know, immigrants or, or people that are coming from different countries, um, you know, always have a similar or tend to have a similar reason why they come to the U.S. And so, you know, it was the same reason, right? Better education, safety, opportunities. Look, if I would not have made the decision and my family would not have made the decision to come to the U.S., I would not be talking to you right now. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And I would most likely not be a Bitcoin holder. I would not be talking to the people that I'm talking to right now, right now. I mean, it, it, it's impossible. And so it's crazy that the opportunity. I wouldn't be talking to you if I didn't. Exactly. exactly. So, I, I mean, the opportunities are definitely here. Or and speaking so, English. I never knew. Yeah. Honestly, I always thought that I was bad in English. Like, I always got bad grades because I didn't like the English language. So, in my Catholic school, we always, you know, had to get like super good grades <laughs> and yeah. I would get with their, I would get their report card saying like, 
why are you not doing it good in English? Like what the heck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I had to forcefully literally learn the hard way. <laughs> yeah. So but what, I'm glad. What would you say though? So in Ecuador, is there hyperinflation going on? Like, uh, is there something like Venezuela, something like that? Because for example, in Mexico, if you look at everywhere else, a lot of people in different countries, especially Latin America, you know, Asian countries or other countries, there's a lot of yeah. hyperinflation. And so yes, is there an yes, issue there where the purchasing power is too low? Yes, yes. And COVID has hit them really hard. Um, not many jobs are available for them. And it's right. It's really just sad. Um, I mean, for the whole world, it's sad. I mean, yeah. it's and taking think- down businesses um job like just small jobs that they had you know right and and for for people that don't know right so you know part of the reason so in the worst economic crisis that we've seen since the great depression mm-hmm. we are seeing one of the biggest wealth disparities happening not just in the US but in countries all over the world and what do i mean by this with all the printing that the countries are doing you know, with the Federal Reserve, fiscal and monetary irresponsibility is causing, with all this printing, you know, we're seeing asset inflation. So what's happening to real estate? It's going through the roof. What's happening to commodities? Going through the roof. Equities going through the roof. Stock market. Stock market's making all-time high after bad news, after bad news, after bad news, after bad news, right? They're not even making revenue. They're not making income. They're not doing anything. All literally almost with every bad news that comes a new all-time high is being made and part of the reason is because this money that is being printed out of thin air literally they pull up this and they hit command print and add a bunch of zeros (laughs) and it's just printed out of thin air i mean it's a joke and so what i'm trying to say is that the only exit to this is bitcoin it is it is open source protocol which is what bitcoin is and cryptocurrencies they cannot yep yeah i mean they cannot tamper with the 21 million bitcoin um not the 90 million bitcoin that i was uh i I printed out of my mind um but it's fixed fixed supply not it's a fixed supply and the altcoins they they're not limited like that so yeah i'm always thinking hey bitcoin if, if bitcoin is limited then just stick to it right and so, I mean, to me, it's just the escape. People don't realize it though. So like when I tell them, hey, you know, Bitcoin is the real thing. Like here's here's the reason why Bitcoin is going to be good and it's going to be good for you. They don't get it. And and I, I had a previous conversation with, with John Kim and Bitcoin ban. And, and I was talking to them and I'm like, what's it going to take for people to understand that when shit hits the fan, they're going to be needing Bitcoin, right? I mean, and I mean, you know who gets it? Eventually, slowly, people were... But, really- you know who, but you know who understands it? Venezuela. People in Venezuela and people that are... You know what they're doing in Venezuela? They're burning their cash to keep themselves warm. That's how worthless their cash is. They're using it basically as lumber to keep a fire up for to keep their house warm. And so... And that happened because of hyperinflation. The, the government printed trillions away out of thin air. It was completely ridiculous. And so, you know what they're doing now? They are 
using Bitcoin. They're using Litecoin. They're using Dash. They're using cryptocurrencies that they can send without government control, without government overseeing their transactions. That, that's so, what I love about it. It's decentralized money, no need for government, no need for all these third parties. Uh, so, yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I th so what would you say are the top three things that Bitcoin offers? So the top three things that you say, man, Bitcoin is the best because of this. Best, let's see, best storage value. Storage okay. of value, uh, best investment, and best, let's see, I don't know. That's, <laughs> a, I mean, those are two main ones that I can yeah. think of. At, at my, yeah. I would just say, I mean, I mean, you did say it. I mean, finance supply. <laughs> I mean, the 21, the 21 million Bitcoin, I think that's where it goes for me. To me, it's, it's the finance <laughs> supply. No one can mess with it. Look, I'm pissed at the government and the Federal Reserve. This is my thesis. This is my thesis. No one can control the Bitcoin supply. No one. And it's fully transparent, right? There is no corruption that can happen with Bitcoin, right? And so there's too many good things that it offers and people don't realize and Bitcoin, it. And Bitcoin, it's funny because Bitcoin doesn't care. It doesn't care about politics, uh, religion, sex. Like It just right. like does its own thing. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. And you know what the U.S. can do to the rest of the world because the U.S. has the world reserve currency, which is the dollar. They can tell any country if we don't like them, we can put sanctions on them and tell them, hey, I mean, we can do anything because we have the world reserve currency with Bitcoin. You cannot do that. It, it basically brings a, a level playing field for everyone where the rules are the rules and no one can change them. Only so the U.S. can change the rules because they have one, the biggest army out there. So when it comes to anything, if you don't like it, we're going to show up and knock at your door. Two, we have the world reserve currency so we can do anything because everyone needs dollars. And three, we're the most powerful country. But then Bitcoin changes everything. It's I mean, it's just beautiful. I mean, when I think about it, it blows my mind. <laughs> oh, yes, I, I, I totally agree. So I'm going to keep on doing these videos, um, but but the Bitcoin VIP music videos are going to be 21, just honoring the fact that Bitcoin will be 21, <laughs> will, will ever be 21 million. Yeah. So, um, but not 21 million songs. That would be, <laughs> I don't think I would die <laughs> doing that. <laughs> so what would you say? So what's your favorite song so far that you've done? My favorite song, um, I guess just the first one, Michael Saylor. The Michael Saylor. That's too good. What What's your next one going to be on? Do you know yet? Or is it top secret? I don't know. Should I say it? <laughs> well, it's it's going to be about, I guess I could. Okay. It's going to be about. You don't have to. Don't, don't feel pressured. I can. I can. Max's right. wife. Okay. All right. So uh, Stacey Herbert, right? Yes. Boom. All right. Hey, maybe we can make this a uh, the commercial video for um the and post that I'm gonna do Twitter because I'm actually like rapping. I'm actually talking fast. I mean, in the videos, I'm like, I guess I don't know if it's rapping or not, but I'm like singing in a way. But with this one, I'm like actually rapping and talking fast, 
and with a good beat, like a really good beat. So I think it's it's gonna be great. So okay. stay tuned. Hey. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, so I don't want to put you on the spot, but you mentioned that you might be able to do a freestyle of Bitcoin. It doesn't have to be 30 you know, whatever. You go as far as you can go. Do you want to do it? Yes. Okay. But it's, it's, it can, it's, <laughs> I think it's going to be like short, a short one. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. I, I, we're all happy to see it. Let's go. All right, whenever you want. All right. Monday fun day, a Bitcoin play day with Carlos in his heyday. April 2021, and Carlos is the one. Bull, bull, bull. <laughs> Boom. Okay, I like that. Do you like Let's that? go. Yeah, getting the Bitcoin vibes here. Let's go. All right. Nice. It kind of, I like it. I, I like how you brought the, the bull, bull, bull from Michael Saylor. That's pretty good. I always but say anyway. bull, bull, bull at the end of my music videos. So that's like in my head. Gotcha. I always right. sing <laughs> bull, bull, bull <laughs> every time, like just like walking in my house. I'm like bull, bull, bull. I got I literally have my roommate. He he doesn't know anything about Bitcoin, but when your first when your first song came out, I pulled it up in my big speaker right here. I blasted it for like multiple hours that same day. Cause I, I, I loved it. Like it was just too good. Even oh, my wow. fiance. I'm grateful. Thank you. <laughs> even my fiance was listening to it. Literally, she just randomly says, Sailor, boo, boo, boo. And she, I mean, you're literally, you're hitting corners of the world that don't even have any clue about Bitcoin and they, they've heard it and they know it. So you are reaching a lot of good people, but look, what I want people to take Amazing. away from this, fr from this podcast too, is that you don't like, for example, me, I'm a nobody, but I'm doing this and I'm talking to people and, and I'm spreading the good news about Bitcoin, about decentralization, right? So I'm using the skills that I have. Um, and, and whatever I have on hand in order to push for the revolution, which is Bitcoin, right? So we're using our passion. We're using what we got, our skills in order to do this. And just like brief it dance Same is doing, right? Same with me. Same. Right. I mean, she's using her, her passion with dancing, singing to spread the message. And look, you got to start somewhere. You know, you don't want to wait for that perfect day to be the best prepared to, to be able to start doing this start with little things start doing it now and also the more you gotta start you got to start young um because when you're like older and you have kids and you have you know a full-time job you won't have time to like do all of this that you want to do you know what i mean so i think when you want to do something in life you got to start like young yeah. So, yeah, and learn as much as you can and just work as much as you can. Work, yep. learn, and and play, you know, <laughs> relax a little bit. Um, I'm in full agreement, and, and I just think people need to get involved. And, look, I, I, I understand you're saying, hey, starting young is good, but, hey, any age right now, you like Bitcoin, oh, yeah. come out here, become part of the family, and spread the message. We're here to do it. Um, and so, and, and we love what we're doing. But anyway, to wrap this up, Bree, um, I'm going to give you some rapid fire questions. Okay. So before I end the, 
the um, podcast that I'm doing, I normally ask, what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to say a phrase or a word, and you have to respond with the first word that comes into your mind about whatever I'm, I'm telling you. Okay? Okay. I'm putting, okay. You, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. So first word, um, Bitcoin. Asset. <laughs> Asset. Um, Peter Schiff. Gold. <laughs> that's a that's a nice word for him. <laughs> I've heard a lot of different words from I said Peter Schiff. But anyway, okay. All right. Um, stock market. Hi. Hide. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi. Oh, okay. Hi. 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 I'm like hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else? Um, XRP or Ripple. No, no. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. And what is what is one of your favorite books? I mean, do you have a book or a movie? You have to name something. Book or a movie that has changed your life or is has something meaningful that has changed the way you think about things, life, any any of that? Um, I don't think maybe not as not for now. Um, okay. Maybe I think the Hefner, you know about the Hefner story? Mm-mm. He Playboy magazine? No, I don't. Is it bad that I don't know? Well, he created Playboy magazine, Hugh Hefner. Okay. And just watching his documentary really, like, opened my mind. Um, okay. So I think, you know, he, he always worked hard for his mission you know, he had a, he had a vision yeah. and, you know, he, he worked as, as much as he could to make it happen, to make the magazine happen. Okay. So cool. that's what I, you know, go by. Might have to, might have to go check it out. But anyway, Bree, thank you for coming to the show. I really enjoyed it. Guys, if you don't know. Um, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah, no problem. If you if you don't know who she is, Hoddle Bitcoin, Hoddle Bitcoin, and add her on Twitter, Bree Fit Dance. Okay, that's her username, and she's coming up with uh, good content, dancing and all that stuff for Bitcoin, which Thank we you. need. All right, Thank we you. need that. So anyway, thanks for coming. Thank you so much. Uh,